Dreams Within Podcasts. I am your host, Ebenezer Mwawolo, and today I have got our guest, the lovely, the incredible, the magnificent, great one, Gundo Charity. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Charity, how are you this morning? Morning, morning. Um, B, um, it's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Um, and hello to all our listeners. Um, yeah, it's a great honor to find myself here this morning. I'm well, thanks. And how are you? I I am great, and I hope that our listeners are also great. Yeah. Yeah. Without any further ado, uh, there are so many things that are happening in life, and there are so many challenges that we encounter or go through in our lives. Mm-hmm. And for you, as the great woman that you are, there are some challenges that you yourself had to encounter. And I would like you to give us, maybe for this uh, five or so minutes, tell us about uh, Charity. Who is she? Who is she from? What type of environment did she grow up in? And so forth. Um. So Charity is definitely a fighter. If I could define myself in one word, that's 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 me. You know, Gundo is actually um that's what my name means. It means victory victorious. So I'm um, I'm a victor almost in everything that I've been through. And um I love God. So so one thing again that's just that's part of me so much, um, and that has kept me going all these years is my love for God. And yeah, so I grew up, I was actually born in Limpopo, Venda, um, in a place called Amurima, and I was shortly moved to Pretoria, um, Mamelodi. Um, so the day I left with my mom and my stepdad, um, it was just, it was especially with my mom, then my stepdad joined us, um, then we had our little mini family. Um, so I went to primary, um, so my grade one and two, um, I went to a primary called Tuani in in Venda. Then when I moved here, um, I I went to Mvedezo Primary School and then shortly went to Maribanelaka um, High School. Um, I did a BCom Communications degree for University of Pretoria. So yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what. Wow, that's so that's so amazing. That's so amazing. And what type of environment did you grow up in at home? The environment. Yes, the environment that you grew um, up in at home. Okay. So let's start let's start when I was with my grandmother. Okay. So my grandmother we, we lost Mkulu, obviously. Um I was not born, so I I, I don't know him. Uh-huh. And my grandmother was this strong um Christian woman. She was this Faith-led woman okay. that almost everything we did—not almost everything, but everything we did—Akaya, it was like prayer, prayer, God, you know, mm-hmm. faith. Um, and we were we were very much improvised. We didn't have, we had less to nothing mm-hmm. to survive. But that, you know, an environment of of faith, I believe, is an environment of 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 hope. There was so much hope that. You are going through a lot, yet you don't entertain, you know, the pain that you 
or the suffering or the lack that you're seeing in the family because it's just so much love and so much joy and so much hope and so much tomorrow you will make it and mm-hmm. so much if we don't eat today we will not die um mm-hmm. and so much we have each other and that's what matters oh and we we were it was my grandmother and my uncle um mm-hmm. and i so it was a family of three um so much that she loved she loved god so much that God came first to a point where mm-hmm. she could leave me in any other family. If there was a woman say this and she couldn't take me, she would leave me somewhere, like in our family friends, and mm-hmm. go to church, you know. Um, so that that was the kind of environment that we, we lived in. She, she was just amazing. Wow. wow. Um, and I was shortly moved to live with my mother. And you know, just a lot of background. My mom and my dad broke up. I... When I was very young, okay. um, I guess my dad had so many other kids and he was just not into commitment. I don't know. I'm not sure because like, I never really had a chance to sit down with him. Uh-huh. Um, so, but anyway, so my mom um, came now, got Victoria, looking for a job and, you know, trying to take care of us, you know, because mm-hmm. she was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so she used to leave me with my grandmother. But then she took me home. You know, in the name of, you know, I can't have my child growing up there. She will grow up and think I don't see and do that, yes. which is a good thing. Then she takes me, and then she gets a man. And the the environment was so, it was not a whole style at, five, at first. It was just a great environment. Okay. Um, the guy was a father, you know. He was, mm-hmm. he came. And mm-hmm. it was one of those things that you just, you forget that you don't have a dad. I knew when I was in Bemba, I knew that I had a dad. And mm-hmm. I would sometimes go to my father's place. Mm-hmm. And they loved me there. Mm-hmm. But coming here and meeting this new stepdad, and they actually got married in 2005 okay. with my mom, something which my dad couldn't do for. Sorry, something which my dad couldn't do, obviously, for my mom, right? So the guy. Married my my mom and it was white baby and I was there a flower girl it was beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um up to a point where I don't know if I started growing what happened but the environment slightly started changing you know it changed from him taking care of us him buying food to him just disappearing when he gets paid right? um and I learned later now that through during that period my mom would have like countless okay. and because he would she would get pregnant and the guy is not there and then the guy is badly abusive and stuff. But those were things at that moment I was not really exposed to those things. But the negative energy my mom would have would affect me, you know. Okay. Because it was almost it'll be a battlefield with the husband and then when she comes to me she doesn't have energy to love, energy to you know, to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't you okay. know? Yeah. And and I remember the grade five towards the end um to grade six mm-hmm. that's when i started having dreams you know you know this dream of meeting my dad and you know things would be better if my dad is there mm-hmm. and the environment just started changing to become this abusive environment where my dad could just get in my room you know when i'm dressed, get in my room start touching me you know it was just Things that I couldn't explain to my mom started happening, mm-hmm. and my mom at that point 
she was just exhausted because she had to work hard. She works hard. She was mm-hmm. she was a hard worker, so she used to work very hard. And she came back from work. She's tired, and she hates that. I believe she hated me at that time. She just didn't have fun. And the first thing she would do is beat me up. Why didn't you clean nicely? What you know? Mm-hmm. You had a whole afternoon. Why is this dirty? Why is this dead? Why is the food not nice? You know, it was just a battle for the point where when those guys started making advances to me, I couldn't tell my mom, you know, because I was scared of her more than I was scared of it. And oh. So it 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 was that, and she knew, you know, because it would be that thing of, you know, umtana ko das das and that and that, that my mom comes to beat me up, and then when she beats me up, my dad will come. No, don't do that to the kid. You will kill your own kid. You know that kind of a. Oh yeah. Then I'm a child. I'm confused. I'm like, this one is standing by my side. But then when my mom is gone, he's just gonna come and abuse me. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Um. So it was that kind of a thing. Um, but but in that I had to fight. Remember the scene that my my grandmother that is at the Bible says teach train a child in a way to go, and then when they grow up they will, they will remember that. Yes. They yes. will think about these things. They will walk in that way. So mm-hmm. that 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 whole space, that whole things will get better. That whole pray for them, that whole mm-hmm. love themselves was still there, mm-hmm. you know. And and I remember I used to go to church. I would sing. I would encourage mm-hmm. people. And you know, make people feel better, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would use sometimes I would use what I'm going through at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. to help somebody. That's mm-hmm. my coping. Okay. And people didn't even know these things. I mean, they just thought, oh, this is like a bright kid, strong mm-hmm. child, you know, powerful yeah. Yeah. stuff in the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but that, that was it. I had to survive. You understand? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that was what it was. Yeah. In that environment, you didn't have the leisure to sit around and feel sorry for yourself, to sit around and say, hey, help me, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you just had to strengthen up, um, men up, you know, mm-hmm. tell yourself that the only way out of this is for me to, to become great. You know, it's for me to study hard, mm-hmm. do whatever I can do to get out of this situation. Maybe my parents would be better if I advance myself as a girl. Okay. And... So by that time, mm-hmm. I I was I was already abused sexually. Okay. I was actually abused sexually for the first time when I was at home okay. with my grandmother. Oh, with your um, grandmother? Yeah, when I was living with my grandmother at home in Limpopo. Okay. So what happened is she left. She went to church and she left me at this um family friend's place. Okay. And there was a little girl there, so she was expecting I would play with that girl. And then the elders there went um. They left the whole family. So it was, so they did farming and all that. So they left by my mm-hmm. It was just me now and the uncle, the uncle there. So the guys said, no, because they can't go there, they're teenage and whatever, whatever, and they will slow the process. I will be around. I'm not going to go anyway. I'm not going to go my team. So I'll be around. I'll take care of them. Okay. I'll watch over them. Mm-hmm. So they were play, playing in. The guy comes. Obviously, the other girl is like, I don't know if it was, he, yeah, he was an uncle to her as well. Okay. Yeah, or brother, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it was like, the cherish is going to be the mother. Mm-hmm. I'm the dad. This one is our child. Right? Oh, okay. And we were the same age. Mm-hmm. Me and the girl, not me and the guy. The guy was old. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I think that's why what happened to this guy and I started taking things and doing whatever he could do with my woman because they are bleeding they you know he takes into the room, takes out his his pennies and whatever mm-hmm. and they I'm there, I'm terrified and these things happen and I'm crying, then he's scared, I guess as well. Mm-hmm. And he tried washing me, we try washing the pieces and whatever, it doesn't work. Okay. Blood is blood is blood. Blood is all day. Yeah, it's and and the wound is still day. So okay. I'm I'm having drops of blood, like the just dropping so you know. Okay. And it's like now afternoon those people are gonna come back, my grandmother's gonna come back. Okay. And the guy says, you know, if you talk about this, I'm I've killed both of you. You're dead. Oh, wow. So never ever again. Okay. Wow. And fine, I'm there, I'm scared. I don't know what's happening to me. My grandmother comes and Obviously, my grandmother. My grandmother was a very careful woman. She was careful with me. She loved me. Like she took care of me. She notices small things. Okay. And she can And then I think she washed my panties at some point. Okay. She's never hit me like that. She was so upset. And then she said she actually wanted to go to the family. I'm there. I'm crying. Mm-hmm. And I have to add, to to lie and say no. I was staying with that other girl kid. Oh, okay. And then she's like this thing. Your vagina is never, ever, ever something to play with. Mm-hmm. So she hits me. She hit, she says, you will never, ever touch this thing, ever again. It's not something to play with. Okay. Then I'm there. I'm feeling guilty. People, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was not even, I was five years old, maybe. Oh. I was not even grade one. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh. So I'm there. I'm messed up. I'm scared. And in my mind, it's my fault. You know that kind of a thing. In my mind, I was not supposed to play mountain climbing. I was not. Why did I allow to play? You know, because that was not going to happen. And now my grandmother is telling me this is not. You don't play like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I grew up with that scar, not only in my woman's heart, but also in my head. It was like a huge scar that said, "You did this to yourself. You allowed to play." Yeah. It's your fault, and you were never ever supposed to play. Mm-hmm. You know, and that scar, one time and the other, it will swell up. I mean, it's in a vagina. Mm-hmm. That thing is sensitive. It will swell up. Then I'm always there trying to scratch myself. Maybe sometimes masturbating without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. And it will always be a problem. I think my grandmother walked on me one time because we had to move from where we were staying to another side okay. of the same village. Mm-hmm. And she would walk on me, getting wire and all that. And she would really get angry. Because remember, in your head, this thing is building up that I play with my vagina. Mm-hmm. You see? So, and I can't say there's a thing here. Yeah. <laughs> there's a scar. I'm, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. Um... So I grew up with that scar. I came in Victoria with that scar. Mm-hmm. I was learning to live with it. I was learning to keep quiet about it. I was, it was part of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And well, while I was here, you start hear, hearing other kids talk about virginity, you know? Mm-hmm. You start hearing other people in the church talk about a woman that preserves themselves mm-hmm. for marriage. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it hit me. I'm not a virgin. Yeah. If virginity is keeping yourself tech, 
I'm not ten. I was never like ten. What was wrong with me? I think I started realizing I was raised when I was in grade five. I didn't know these all these I just thought that was supposed to happen to me because I love to play. Whether it's raised or it's not raised, I didn't know. Wow. It was just normal. It had to happen to me. I didn't know that. And when I was going five, and then, you know, they start teaching me to think that L.O. and whatever, mm-hmm. forced penetration and whatever. So I was like, wait a minute, what just happened to me? You know, uh-huh. and when that happened, I took it hard. I was very angry. I was angry at men. I was angry at everybody. I was angry at the fact that my grandmother, if she's a Christian, she could have seen. Mm-hmm. You know, I was angry at myself because I shouldn't have played. Mm-hmm. I was just angry at the world, at God. I mean, but at the same time, uh-huh. the values which my grandmother has instilled, you know, the values of respect and, and forgiveness and all these things, yeah. they just kept haunting me, you know, that even if I'm angry, but I still have to find a way, a place to forgive. And that's, that is when everything started changing with my mom and my stepdad, who is now my dad because they married. Uh-huh. And... Remember, I wanted to tell my mom that this is what happened to me. Now I can't talk. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy who, really, when we were growing up, he was very old, older than us. Okay. And that guy was almost like, he had a TV or whatever. He attracted a lot of kids, you know, girl kids. Mm-hmm. And guys, he would go to watch TV, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. He loved girls. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid. I mean, grade five. So how old is a grade five girl kid? Um, grade five kid. I mean, I don't know. I was yeah. a kid. Somewhere, somewhere, ten, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just ten years old. Ten years old, and I'm there. And Billy is a wife and me, or a woman, because there's this thing. I don't know, it's just stigma or whatever. There's this thing that when you've been raped, you sort of attract rapists. I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know if any everybody huh? that has been raped. If they've encountered this, but I've seen this throughout. Okay. It becomes a pattern. It's like you are, like every. It's like it's written in you. Like everybody just oh. thinks, ah, there's using it. Wow. And this guy is there. He's like, no, I'm gonna be there for you. Mm. You know, I'm gonna marry you. You know, all these things. And in my head, I'm not a virgin. Mm. Nobody is ever gonna marry me a chick. Mm. You know, mm. and. I can't talk to my mom. I can't talk to anybody. Yeah. My mom is beating me every day. I have to run to someone <laughs> every time. Okay. And the guy is just stay available, uh-huh. you know? To a point where, at some point, he forced me. He was like, no, you have to sleep with me. Tell him, you can't be, I can't promise you to marry me if you're not sleeping with me. Oh. And then the guy forced me. Then I'm there, I'm crying. And then one has one. You do that, he's comforting. You know, you're a woman now. You don't have to... Don't talk about it, whatever, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. To me, it's no longer rape in my head because I've been raped before. So there's a consistency. Mm-hmm. I'm just 10 years old, by the way. So in my head, this is now a decision that I made. Okay. So I can't, I can't report to my mom. My mom is going to kill me, okay. you know? Huh? And I went there, didn't I? Yeah. I went to his home, so I asked for it. Ooh. That's in my head. Uh-huh. And so great. Five, six. And then that's when my dad, like I said, he would come in my room, do whatever. And he would fight because he's day in my room trying to touch me. 
I think by then I, I just started being aggressive towards this. I, I was just now starting to see the pattern that no, not every man is just now going to start wanting to have a piece of me. No, no, I think I need to fight now. Mm-hmm. And to a point where, I don't know, my dad kept feeding my mom with lies and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know this time. And my mom likes attention about to like around the neighborhood. So this time, I don't know what I did as a, as a kid. And then she, she called women around to come beat me up. Oh. Then they were there. And then I'm trying. And then, oh, no, I think some woman said they saw me with Billy. Yeah, the guy. Okay. So, yeah. So she called other women. And she's like, yeah, you know, Billy can be arrested. Whatever, whatever. You're not supposed to. Why? And I'm like, I told her, this is what I said. Once I don't forget. I was like, this is an opportunity. Let me use it. I said to her, you know what? First time, I'm not a vision. I've never been one. That's what I said. Oh, okay. To my surprise, all those women, not even one of them went like, this is an issue. We must, what is, what does she mean? No. Mm-hmm. They just get there like, yeah, you are like your father. Your father was like that. And you came out, you know. And then they just say, like, beating me up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very like, ah. And so, yeah, that's, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn to grow stronger. I had to learn, because to, I would get this in every day to school, mm-hmm. go there with bruises. Mm-hmm. But I had, like, I remember I used to teach Kotkolonka break, and I used to, to have girls who would come and say, I've been raped, and this, and, and I had to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was that kind of a thing. And one time I wanted to be a lesbian. Cool. The other time, like, you know, a lot of things happened. The other time, I wanted to go run away and be a prostitute. Oh. It's just, I've just seen God. I don't know why I didn't end up, you know, uh-huh. chasing after that. But it, I guess it was just God's hand, you know, upon my life. And, yeah, I've, I've seen myself being stronger every day throughout that. Uh-huh. And... Ah, great work. So, so there were some technical issues there. No problem. Thanks for calling back. Yes, and and uh, I'm I'm just here listening to your story and reflecting on my own life, and I'm I'm trying to put myself in young girl's shoes. Maybe there's someone who's listening here, and they've had the, the same experience as you. Maybe they were sexually abused, or it's totally a different thing. Now, you being you, as as you mentioned that you you preaching in the church, preaching at school and there. Now, you could have just chosen to say that, you know what, this God of you, or this God that my grandmother raised me telling about, or the God that I've, I've heard being preached at church, this God does not exist, or this God is, is just unjust. And you, you being a little girl, experiencing those tragedies, what what was going through your mind, and how was your faith challenged in those moments? Um, maybe it's the manner on which God was taught to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at those times, I I was I don't know I don't know how to say this. It's, you were not taught of a God of a micro microwave God. You know okay. that everything's just gonna go 
s'mores and whatever. Uh-huh. Growing up, my grandmother taught me the way to carry stories. She okay. used dinonani, like not dinonani, but she used stories from the Bible. Okay. And I will learn of Joseph, and I will learn of all these things that, <laughs> sorry, people like David had to go through uh-huh. before they could they could find their purpose. You know, I would even learn of what happened between Jesus, literally higher Lazarus. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Bible records that when he was told that, he didn't panic, he didn't go like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to help him now. I mean, he, it was his best friend. Yeah. He loved him dearly. Uh-huh. But he said, I should wait for like three days or so. You know, yeah. so that God's glory might be revealed, you know, through this. This yeah. is not meant to kill him. So I'm chilled. And those are the kind of stories, I guess, my grandmother prepared me. Wow. I think that that was, that that's what kept me going. Because yeah. to me, this, that which was happening to me was in some way supposed to be contributing to my purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how. I remember I told my friend in high school and I said, you know what, I know I'm smart, I do accounting, I'm good with accounting and whatever, but I I believe I have this career, I think thing. It's not really a social worker, but it's somewhere along those lines, but it's not it's not there in this world. I believe uh-huh. I'm called to do something that's not in the education system. Uh-huh. They used to laugh like I went or at like you just <laughs> But but I knew that I knew that the amount of pain at which I had to undergo and uh-huh. and enjoy uh-huh. had to make me I had to ascend in some way, you know. I had I had bigger problems to solve. I had to have bigger problems to solve, you know. And but at the moment, still, it was hard, you know. It was hard in a way that I, like I said to you, I'm a fighter. Yeah. When when you are raped, three things, uh-huh. three out of one out of three things happen. Uh-huh. You will have your people that would want the revenge, right? Uh-huh. People that would just. Think I'm gonna kill everybody. I, I think at some point I was one of these people. I was like, one day I'm gonna get success. Success at that moment for me mm-hmm. when you have to. If people, I used to ask a lot, like, what makes people rich and what I'm just like study. Do the, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna study as best as I can. If that's what's gonna make me rich, yeah, study as best as I can. Buy AK 47s A lot of those kill people, kill men. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, kill mm-hmm. abusive men. That was my my idea of success at some okay. point, you know. So you would have people that are like that. That is mm-hmm. why you would have women that are abusing men at mm-hmm. some point, you know, mm-hmm. because it's I, I don't believe it's only men that are abusing women. Yeah. And that was my story. That was part of yeah. And you will almost sometimes have the second person. This person says I've been abused. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to fall prey. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be Kovanama for this. I'm just, there's nothing I can do. And yeah. I'm weak. I'm, I can't do anything. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to be the victim. Oh, wow. And so, continue, mm-hmm. continue. And you get the third person that says, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, Try and live a vengeance life, uh-huh. and I'm not gonna be a victim. Uh-huh. I'm gonna find a way out of this, 
mm-hmm. that will make me heal. Because it's a yeah, the healing process. We haven't talked about it, but it's it's a real process. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find a way to heal, but I'm gonna find a way to heal others as well. Wow. Okay. You know, out of this, I'm gonna find a way to forgive those people, but I'm gonna find a way to make sure that I don't tolerate such things happening to other people again. Because it's not right. The fact that I came out of it does not make somebody doing it right now. It does not make it okay. And it does not mean that somebody is going to get out as strong as I got out. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because we have mm-hmm. our own personality traits and all that. But yeah. we are not the same. That's why, to me, there's no formula. I can't say, okay, when you've been raped, fine. Mm-hmm. Beat, that, beat the hell out of that man. Or take them to, to like, Babo Pise or something. Mm-hmm. Because you can do that. I mean, that's, it's recommended. Not you can do You should. Every woman, this thing should be reported. There should be justice, right? Mm-hmm. But justice does not solve the the, the hole that's inside you. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. Not as, if, in as much as getting a gun and killing that person is not going to solve the hole that's inside you. It's not going to solve the pain. Yeah. It's not going to er, erase the, the tears that little girl had to cry. It's not mm-hmm. going to erase the wound that you, you, you have, you know, Mm-hmm. Like that is the physical wound and the emotional scar. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need now to find a way. Find mm-hmm. a way that, as I'm advocating for this, I'm mm-hmm. also healing myself. Be real with yourself. Yeah. You know that 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 that's the third person. The third person says, "I'm gonna be real. This hurts, yeah. but it hurts so much that I don't want to see somebody else going through it. Wow. wow. It hurts so much that I don't want to see another man doing this." Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to advocate for this, but I'm going to try to educate other women. And I'm going to try to not hate hate men, but educate men as, as wow. you know, as much as I can, if mm-hmm. I have to, you know. But I'm going to, in that, in the midst of that, I'm going to, tr- I'm going to say no, mm-hmm. no to abuse. But still, I'm going to say we can still heal, you know, we can yeah. still find, we can find purpose. I believe in finding purpose out of pain. Yeah. That is why I give you all those stories about the people in the Bible because that's mm-hmm. what it was. You know, I mean, Joseph had to find peppers out of his own brother's bumkova and, you know, just abandoning him like that, selling him over to strangers like that. He had to also find peppers out of a pre- prison. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to out of a prison say, "What's my gift? Yeah. What? How can I? How can I affect somebody? How can I? Wow. How can I stand out?" Mm. Even with this mm. pain. Because yeah. let me tell you something. My, mm-hmm. my brother, pain is not attractive. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that the, the the first group of people, the second group of people that I've told you about, that's the thing that they they, they miss it right there. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to be, a, if you're going to say, okay, now I'm just a victim, you mm-hmm. are not going to be attractive. You're not going to attract anybody. Yeah. And when you don't attract anybody, you become mm-hmm. depressed more. And no. when you don't, when you become depressed more, you think there's no solution. When you don't, when you think there's no solution, you're done. Mm-hmm. You don't leave. You're dead, but you're mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So that that's the other thing that that that's very important. Yes. And and yeah, they just there might not even be three categories. This, these are just my own categories. These are things that I've seen myself think, and mm-hmm. these are things that I've seen myself at some point wanting to be and wanting yeah. to react. Yeah. You know, but but there might be more. I don't know, but yeah. that's what it does. So it 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 becomes a psychological problem mm-hmm. more than just a a, a, phys- a physical problem. It becomes it it becomes engraved in your head. You you everybody becomes everybody becomes your perpetrator. Everybody becomes.
it drapes you. You know, mm. even when you're out of that thing, these are battles you need to fight now that I'm out of that thing, but I need to start seeing people for who they are. And you cannot see people for who they are when you can't see yourself for who you are. Yeah, because true. what that does, it, that's why people, a lot of people, I don't know who came up with that, but they call it, it takes away your innocence. Okay. As a child. You, you know how innocent a child is? Mm-hmm. I mean, a child is just, they're pure in their heart. Yeah. They don't have, we're not going to matter today, and mm-hmm. tomorrow, I mean, you're friends. Yeah. Not a big deal, yeah. you know? And, but what rape does is that it takes that away from you. It takes you, it takes away the ability to forget. Mm-hmm. And forgive and yeah. and and try to make peace, you mm-hmm. know, and try to be because that that's those are characteristics of a child, you know. They make peace, they forget, they share tomorrow, they whatever. Children don't care, you know. But once that happens to you, even when you're a child, you forget to be a child. Yeah. You now start planning stuff that that almost a six-year-old person plans. You know, you now you get into an elder person's shoes because now you try to. To, to want to fight back. You try to want to be your parent. You try to want to be your own guardian. You mm-hmm. try to, you are just always careful. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what it does. So if it's a psychological um, psychological problem, then it needs psychological attention, you know. And that's, that's one thing that in the society that I grew up in, you know, that is not really encouraged. Yeah. I mean, you want psychological help. What do you mean? Yeah. That's weakness. We are trying to fight for freedom. We are tr- trying to fight for financial freedom. You know, we are economical freedom fighters. We don't have time to nurse your tears. Yeah. We don't have time to, for you to tell us you were raped. That's, move on. It's a vagina. At one point in your life, it's going to be used. So just get yourself together. Cool. You know, it's, it's, it's almost that kind of an attitude that you were raped. Then fine. Cool. What? What do you want us to do? Do you want us now to stop trying to win the land back and focus on your rape. We have bigger problems than that. Uh-huh. We don't have time, you yeah. know? And so much that you find people suppressing their pain because they, you know, that that's one thing I learned about me. I was in a position where mom would almost treat me however. I've got a huge scar in my thigh that uh-huh. she hit me one time and I had bl- blood blocked day for, for like for a month or so. Like, yeah. There was this blood staying there. Uh-huh. And you, because of that, that whole guilt in you, that whole, you want to take responsibility because you feel guilty that you didn't take your responsibility enough when you were a kid and you were raped, you could have done something. Now you want to do something. So that whole sense of responsibility and sense of stand on your own and be strong and don't cry and don't, you know, that's what, it keeps you to, to almost just like, ah, oh, yeah. You become sensitive in a way, you know, you become like, yeah, now, you know, at that point, that old thing, you know, like, if they beat oh. you up, you understand, uh-huh. I could have done this, yeah. I actually could have done that, but uh-huh. I found myself thinking, there should be a trigger, there should be something that made this woman hate me this much. Yeah. I also, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, that's why I'm saying I can't have a universal solution for everybody mm-hmm. because there's, there are different circumstances. Yeah. There are different. You understand? Yeah. From my setting, I believed that I had to do the injustice that my dad did, my real dad did to my mom. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm coming from? I yeah. believed I, I believed I, 
I deserved every single hatred and every single beating and every single, you know, every single thing. Yeah. My dad, my stepdad would do because first of all, my dad was not bold enough to marry my mom. So who am I to come and break their marriage? Oh, you understand? Yeah. So in my head, I had, in a way, I had to protect their marriage as well. Mm -hmm. I can't just escalate some stupid things so that I can break her marriage and who's going to marry her? Am I going to marry her? No. Yeah. You know? So, God. do you see that innocence? I mean, a child that's 13 years old or 10 years old doesn't think these things. But mm. I found myself at that age thinking that, imagine, I'm just a kid but I used to think these things. I'm not thinking of them now. At that time, I used to think, sit and think, yo, your dad didn't marry this woman. If my mom is always, because my mom would always always, always recite how dead my dad is. How You understand? Oh. So it was almost like it's your fault. If you okay. were not, at some point she would actually say yeah, that I could have been in this. Mm -hmm. you, you, you missed my life. Yeah. You know, hmm. in my head, I had to make it right for her. Whether she beat me up, whether she abused me, I had to take it. I had to take it strong mm -hmm. and I had to, I had to change her life. It was my duty. Mm -hmm. So I found myself being my mother's mom. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Because now I have to take care of him. I had, I was on top ten. I was I don't think I was I was not really one of the brightest kids or whatever. I, I really I, not that I was bright, but I was I had a lot of psychological trauma that I couldn't concentrate at yeah. school. Yeah. You know? So the whole thing of being top ten, whatever, whatever, it was not really my thing. I I, I could have worked hard. Mm -hmm. If I worked hard I could have done it. But I found myself working hard so that I can be on top ten, so that she can be proud. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. And in that, she would always be like, okay, you're number seven. Why are you not number one? Mm -hmm. You're dumb. You understand? You're not mm -hmm. good enough. Then I would, I used to hate, they know me, go high school. I used to hate my science because I did commerce. Mm -hmm. And science was like the cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. So science kids will be like number, we would have top ten number one, number two, number three from science. And then we would almost follow my commerce like number three, number four, five, something mm -hmm. like that. And I would always get angry, like, why are these kids? Don't they understand? I need this for my mom's relationship with me. This is personal. You understand? Somebody yeah. can you just fail so that I can please my mom. But yeah. and I was regarded as the most my principal loved me loved me so much. I, the one time he took me to Durban, mm -hmm. um, with with my grade I think my grade ten when I was in grade nine. Okay. Because I was just I don't know. According to them at school, I was amazing. I was just this girl that could do anything, yeah. you know. So they were like, no, you go. You know, it's for great things, but you have to go with them. Yeah. And I went there, and it was really nice. So I was, she couldn't still see that. that yeah. I, I was that, I was golden. She couldn't see that. I used to sing, and he used to call me Miriam Makeba. Like, you know, <laughs> principal will never t preach at school before I sing. So I had yeah. to sing first. It was like... And that, you know, that those are the things that I wanted her to pay it to, 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 to like, to look at, to, to see that I'm great. But she couldn't. It was like, ah, yeah, because my mom could can sing as well. So it was like, yeah, because I remember at home, I used to sing Saturdays. I would sing. And people used to actually come and tell her, you know, your child should record. Your child, your child is good. You yeah. know, can you give up your child? And she would be like, no, what, 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 you know, that, uh -huh. that kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, so that's, 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 that's the innocent part when it's taken away from you. Then instead of being a child, instead of being a forgetful, fun and, and, and just forgiving and, you know, and, and just a kid and, mm -hmm. and careless, you know, yeah. kids are careless. You have to be careful, careful about every single move you make. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so there I was, 
finding myself in all these. And and another thing is you 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 find it difficult to be constant in character. Oh. So you couldn't say you couldn't say charity is 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 fun or charity is an introvert or extrovert or you couldn't say that because I had to be a little bit of everything. Oh, I had okay. to be bad. I had to be good. I had to be great. <laughs> I had to be smart. I had to be talented. I had to be, you know, I had to be this fighter. And that fighting spirit, it, it's what made me make up. I had a best friend at school, at grade 10. Okay. He was a guy. That's when, that's the time I wanted to be a lesbian. Okay. He was, he was a guy. My class, he's like my best friend. Even up to date, we like best friends and the guy when i met him we challenged i liked challenging guys because like really i hated guys so i had to be better than guys in every way or be a guy Uh so that i can be a better guy so Uh my idea of wanting to be a lesbian was like okay i need to be a guy so that i can be a better guy Ah, if i can challenge them from being stupid and from raping girls and whatever then i need to be a guy Uh then i can love women and take care of them Wow. You know, because I know how to, I know what's needed. Uh-huh. So, in my quest to being a lesbian, so I met this guy, my classy, we used to chill, chill together. Uh-huh. Um, And he challenged me, he's like, you know what, when you used to be bright in primary, we went to the same primary, but now in high school, you're like, you're dumbish, what's happening? Why are you not on top 10? I'm like, hey, my brother, what? I got so angry. I'm like, are you talking about me? It's because I'm not putting my mind to it. You know, and I, I used to defend myself for every single thing. I was like, I'm not putting my mind to it. If I want, I can. He's like, okay, do it. Let's see. I'm like, and then, you've never been bright, even in primary, so you're just a person telling other people what to do. So let's see, Wena, are you ever going to be something? Yeah. And from there, and, and today he's one of the greatest. He's a CA today, qualified. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's doing, no, 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 he's going to be qualified soon, but yeah, he's done his honors, he's doing his article, he, he passed his article, so yeah, he's close to being qualified. So he, it's, it's, it was from then that we built something for the future. We had to say, I had to say, I'm going to be great. I had to prove to him that I'm going to be great. He had to prove to me, and we started being on top then. Oh. And in the midst of that, he brought out the best in me because I had, this quest of teaching just one guy to be good. Oh, okay. One, if I can get to one guy to be good, then I forget about being a lesbian, right? Because oh, at least okay. sometimes I see myself, I see one guy being good. Uh-huh. And I started teaching him. He was not a Christian, non-Christian, non-Christian, non-nothing for whatsoever. Okay. He hated Christianity. He hated God. He would always be, where did God come from? Where were you, Wena? You know, he was that guy that challenged me. Yeah. And I had to get answers for stuff. Uh-huh. Every time for uh-huh. him to end up believing the God. Okay. And he was one of the people that I had. Now, I can't be a lesbian. I'm trying to prove God to Pella now. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I, everything I'm going to do now is going to be questioned. Uh-huh. And I would come to school with bruises. I can't be weak uh-huh. in front of this guy. Uh-huh. You understand? He's uh-huh. my friend. But that time we didn't. We were not best friends. We were just still proving stuff to each other. So yeah. at that point, moment, I cannot be weak. For, for this small boy, I can't. Yeah. This guy needs to see me strong. So I would come with bruises. My, my mom used to hit me. You know, yeah. yeah, so she would, yeah, she would, she would bring those things together. Maybe say three, and get me naked and hit me. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. I would come, imagine the night before I was hit, and then the morning, the <laughs> 
Somadi, she didn't, she didn't, she wouldn't take me to clinic. Whether you come back and say, hey, I've got DC, mm-hmm. or I'm going to maybe like, okay, mm-hmm. why are you walking like that? Mm-hmm. No, there's this thing. She wouldn't care. It was not a big deal. Like, no. yeah, I'm going to use those. I hate you. Mm-hmm. I'm didn't cook nicely or whatever. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> let's move on. I hate you. Whether you have, whether you, you, your head is disfigured, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Let it be a lesson that next time you do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would, I would go to school with all those bruises. Mm-hmm. I would try to cover them up. I remember I would cry. I, would, I used to cry in, the, in class. Nobody knew this. Nobody, even my classmates didn't know this. Wow. I, I, I became so good with pretending that I, I, I became so good even with having multiple characters that mm-hmm. people wouldn't see my pain. Nobody actually used to see my pain up until I had this boyfriend I'll tell you about. But nobody could see me crying. Yeah. Nobody at school. Oh, wow. So nobody knew. I was this happy kid. Nobody knew that I could cry. Mm-hmm. And I would cry in class. Cry, cry, cry. Get that for like a minute. And wipe it in a way that nobody will see. Wow, wow, wow. And, wow. and when I'm done, I'm done. I've cried. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done. And when I'm done, my eyes are red. And the way in which, in with red eyes that are clearly showing that I've been crying. But the way in which I'm going to act, Nobody's going to feel sorry for me. Nobody's going to even care about... You understand? I would just make you forget that you're seeing a red-eyed person. Wow. I would just come there and make jokes. And, uh-huh. you know, everybody's laughing. That's just me. And we are there laughing. And everybody forgot that... To even ask me, what's wrong? No. We are, we are done. It's after school. Wow. And... And I had to stay behind, trying to make myself better and afraid of home now because I had, my dad lost his job and he was now deaf, like alcohol. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, some machines and whatever. Uh-huh. So, he's, 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 he's there. What, now I'm in high school. And by the way, now they have a car. My dad has a car. Uh-huh. I got in an accident in 2006. So they, those money, they bought a car for my dad. I guess that was my mom trying to Please, my dad, and you know, I don't know. Uh-huh. And mind you, this is I used I used to walk miles to school, and this kind I never got a chance to get inside it. I was not allowed to touch it, and they used my money. I didn't know, but Ooh. I knew later on. I, it was almost like don't touch this car. You know, it's gonna be dirty, whatever. So that's the car that my dad would use to go around, sleep around, and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And come back, abuse my mom you know, saying abusive stuff. I didn't know she, he, he used to hit her until it was late, until I was adopted. But anyways, I'll come to that. And fine, I'm in high school and we go to grade 11. Mm-hmm. That's when everything changed. Uh-huh. So, my and I are now in top 10. The challenge is Rex. Uh-huh. And I'm now trying to make my a, a great guy, the greatest guy that he had ever been. Uh-huh. That's, I thought if I can create my own man, my own person, not my own man is like a boyfriend. I've never seen him as one. I'll never do his. Now he's like a brother to me. At that time, he was my subject. He was my human. At that time, in my mind, it was something I'm creating for myself. A man that, an ideal man. Uh. But he didn't know that. But I knew that. I knew what I was doing with him. Uh. And if I succeed, then I would find a way to create more men. Uh. And it was working. He was now top 10. Uh-huh. He was he he used to date like a lot of girls. He didn't care. Okay. And I had to find a way with that. 
and I found a way with that. And I was like, Mama Hulwa thing. Even in high school, girls used to come to me to get his to get him and I used to, to choose for him like this you can do, this you can do. Why is this girl do you understand? I was like that girl. Yeah. And both of us coming from a background, an improvised background, we would sit come at thing eat one packet of chips together, share, like, and mm-hmm. we used to be the coolest people because everybody wanted to be part of us at wow. school. Wow. But we knew we cannot go to break outside because we don't have money. But uh-huh. we almost looked cool because we would sit there and argue about the Bible, argue about stuff. Uh-huh. And people just thought, wow, these ones are like, can we be your part? Can we be part of the crew? Can we, you know, they thought it's a crew thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was really just a poverty thing. Wow. But, we found ourselves there challenging each other, you know, and twenty eleven Matlat was like top ten number number two. Uh-huh. He just, he moved. He was he was great. He yeah. just moved. Yeah. And I was so proud. And yeah. oh my god, I was so proud. It 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 was almost something that I had to go like, ah, you won and we break the part but the pet but to me it was like I'm proud. I've created yeah. something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And from there we just the bond grew, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we grew, we just grew. And I met this other guy now. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, and yeah, when I was in, from grade eight, from grade eight uh-huh. I used to have, like, a list of guys. Uh-huh. I was, I guess it was in my head a way of practicing to be, to, to be a sniper or whatever, to kill me. <laughs> <Okay>. but, <laughs> but I didn't have a gun yet, I was poor. So uh-huh. now I'm I was gonna use it via relationships. Ah. And in my head I thought men hurt women mostly in relationships. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna make it it's gonna be vices. I'm gonna hurt every possible guy I meet. Oh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make sure that everybody every guy I meet thinks I love them. And I'm gonna act like that. Act yeah. like I love them. Uh-huh. And when I act like I love them, get them in, get them hooked. And then I break their heart. Mm. And any guy that tries to touch me. Mm. I was actually looking for an abusive guy. Okay. I, that's all my life. I've always looked for one abusive guy so that I can make an example for all the guys that raped me, for every person that I have abused me. Uh-huh. I said, I just want one guy mm. that's going to try and lay his hand upon me. Mm. And I'm going to teach them the longest lesson they'll never forget. Yeah. I actually, and I, I was never... A quiet person. I used to talk about stuff. If I want to do something, I told people, uh-huh. like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. And I used to have like this long list. Uh-huh. I used to do bad stuff, but I don't know because at breaks, at break, I used to go pray for um people like kids and preach and other learners, and there will be kids that are demon possessed. But I used to pray for these things, these way, my demon, whatever. So I used to be like pastor, carry. So <laughs> okay. Yeah, people really respected me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if 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 somebody a child falls somewhere in the class, they would bring them that child to me. Mm-hmm. Pray this girl prays for people, and on top of that, I used to be my class's best. So I used to hang around with guys, right? We sit in the corner and then we talk about girls. That mm-hmm. one is good for you. Doesn't? Hey, mama, come here. Let me check you out. You know, mm-hmm. I, partially, I used to be that guy that's almost. I don't know. There's almost a guy okay. in a corner with Roma Tats and other guys. Uh-huh. And then I found a boyfriend later on. But yeah. But and I used to be the singer, then it's it's now the singer and then it's the, the preacher as well. Fine. So those are roles that I had to play mm-hmm. and 
for the preacher, obviously hanging around with guys and making jokes and making fun of people, that's just almost, uh, why are you doing that, preacher? <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. But I had re- I had a reason for every little thing, and I was good. Mm-hmm. I was good with 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 just convincing people, yeah. you know? I mean, I would date, and I would have that long list, and I would, at some point, I made my class, and this other guy, father, he was, he loved us as well. So yeah. I would, I've made them stop dating. Because oh. I would teach them these things about dating. You know, it's psychological. You know, mm-hmm. it's spiritual. You're mm-hmm. going to sleep with a girl and then their spirit is going to be part of... I would teach them these scary things and they would be like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm not dating. And I would go and just have like whatever, boyfriends. I don't care. Uh-huh. And it and it was unquench- unquestionable because I would come back to the matters and tell them, hi, you know, this guy, what, what. Uh-huh. I don't know what was that, but I, that's what I'm saying. At some point, God was just intervening because it was going to be easy for matters to be like no but when you tell us and i used i i remember at some point he did say this he's like when are some of these things that you teach us i you 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 do them like, <laughs> i'm like it's a different grade my brother all right oh, okay. them, well. don't, which is obviously a lie mm-hmm. but but that was the kind of person i was i i wanted to to be i wanted to to i'm a fun life, you know. I wanted to forget about stuff happening at home because I knew every time I'm gonna go home and cry, mm-hmm. every time I'm gonna go home and be reminded I'm ugly, mm-hmm. every time I hated my body. By the way, I hated my, I hated everything about me myself. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm gonna go back, look at my mirror, see this fat little ugly black girl and useless girl, mm-hmm. you know. So at school, I optimized my time. I made sure that I, I feel good. I made people feel good. I laugh, mm-hmm. and people might never ever see that I'm ugly. Yeah. Wow. Whether it means me being a puppet, whatever means me doing. I used to play karate with my class at school in front of the class. Karate is like karate, yeah. I was like a guy, uh-huh. and people who get so much, woo, they hype. But we were just playing, obviously. Yeah. But people will be like so entertained. I wanted that. I wanted to entertain everybody. Uh-huh. Not. Not having enough time to to nurse my wounds and cry and and look at my pain, not not having enough time to reflect and say, okay, you've been hurt this much, you need this much work in you. You know, I worked in every other person except myself. Uh-huh. That's what I did. Oh. I worked out everybody. I worked out everybody's situation. I remember there was a girl. Now she's part of our organization because I started an organization. It's called People's Pe- Women Foundation, uh-huh. and. I, I remember this girl coming to me and being like, you know what, I, feel? I was raped yesterday. Mm. She had she showed me bruises. Mm-hmm. I had to deal with her. I had to make her okay. Mm. And I did. I mean, I was good with that. Mm. I did. But in a way that I wouldn't, at that point, I wouldn't share really my way I've been raped. I would just end it that I was raped as well, so you can do it. But I would emphasize the part where she needs to be strong, she needs to do this, and I had solutions for everything and everybody and every situation. And the girl comes to me, and I will monitor her progress, and I would see, okay, she's getting better. Okay, now do this, now do that. Now, do you understand? I was just that girl. And she would be okay, and sure, I'm okay, Charity, thank you. And and I was that one person where if you tell me yourself, you're not going to hear them anyway, because anyways, my Uh friends were guys. You know, guys, you don't sit around and say, that one was raped, that Mm. one was dead. That's one trait of a woman I've never had. I don't know if I'll ever have. You know that whole Basari, the Vasueva, I'd like, I never, I never associated myself with girls, by the way. I never was a friend of girls. 
because mm. girls to me were fragile. I needed to take care of them, not be their friends. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I, I couldn't like, uh, like it, it didn't make sense. I had to protect women, not be their friends, because a friend mm-hmm. is somebody that's in your level. And I was in my head, I was as strong as a man. Oh, so uh, men uh, had to be my friends, yeah. so that I can teach them how we should be men. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and fine, I found myself. Oh. I had that whole list of what I want to You know, if yeah. if you if you your name starts with a T, I, I would like date for a week uh-huh. or five weeks. I don't I don't even remember how that thing works because I burned it. Okay. I burned the list. Um, yeah, this other my youth pastor. I spoke to her and then she made me spend that whole thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a list, and I'm glad I used to talk about these things because even today I think I could have been doing that much worse. Maybe I was gonna be killed by now. Whoa. But I, I, I had a list where I would say, okay, it's a T. If you are a Tabang, Wamfasa today, mm-hmm. I say yes. If you are a CEO, Wamfasa tomorrow, it, it's a no, like your own waiting list or something. But oh, I'm dealing please. with T's now. So <laughs> just, I can't pick things up. And mm-hmm. then out of the T's, I check which one is like, what is their strong point mm-hmm. and what is their weaknesses? Which one can be a potential abuser, you know, so that uh-huh. I can deal with them faster. You yeah. know, and I try to, provoke you uh-huh. and provoking is like what I did excellently. Wow. I would try I would try to make sure that I insult you, provoke you uh-huh. so that you can do the things that men do uh-huh. and I can do with you in wow. a man's way. Wow. And I have that's when my list kept growing. I think by the time I burned it it was like twenty one names. Oh, okay. Twenty one names. Oof. None of the guys and and this is where I started I think I started seeing things differently. Uh-huh. Part of it was bad. Was It made me so bad. But part of it, I thank God even today, right now. I thank God every day for those guys. I wish I could just meet. I don't know them now, but whatever. I, I guess they know me. I would meet all of them and just say thank you. Wow. Because, number one, all those guys were older than me. Uh-huh. I made sure I didn't have time to play with kids. Okay. A kid, a kid is a kid. I mean, uh-huh. like, you're not going to... Give me results for I, I could mm. manipulate your head quickly yeah. if you're a kid. So I wanted men, like not men, but you know, if, if I'm in grade eight, yeah, older than one. If I'm in grade eight, be grade twelve, be oh. older. Okay. Grade twelve still you're young, but be older than Okay. You know, and part of that was just only sometimes because I thought my body is no longer for like what. Who's in my age who would want to marry somebody like me? I'm ruined. Do you mm-hmm. see? That's not just in my head. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. Now I just have to get married by somebody that's 50, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but part of it was really I need to just deal with elder men because elder men did this to me. So I need to deal with somebody older. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, get back to them. Mm-hmm. And I will have that lease. And none of the guys wanted to sleep with me. That was a major problem for me. Yeah. Because now I'm in I'm in a stage where I just want to sleep around. Uh-huh. I don't care. Uh-huh. Like whatever comes, whoever comes, you make a child, you don't make a child. It's not my problem. Uh-huh. I don't care. Like it's, now I'm in a stage where vagina is a vagina. Uh-huh. Then what? Uh-huh. I mean, I've never got justice for mine, so whatever. Uh-huh. Not important. It means. None of the guys, I remember I would be like, okay, I'm going to come visit you, whatever. I'll come late, mm-hmm. you know. I would cook and do whatever that I need to do. Mm. And late, I think, here, 
what grade was I? Grade nine. Because they, yeah, both mama and those women, they hit me when I was grade five or six. So grade eight, nine, it was when I was just, I was like, whatever. I'm just going to prostitute my way out of this. And I get those guys, and none of the guys want to sleep with me. Oh. Then it hit me, oh my God, I'm ugly. Uh-huh. Why is nobody wanting to sleep with me? Uh-huh. Huh. Oh my God, every guy wants sex. Uh-huh. Then maybe they, maybe it's clear. Maybe there's a way that guys can see when you've been raped. And they're just like, no, I can't sleep with this girl. She's not. Uh-huh. Oh my God, why? Uh-huh. That now, for, for the first time, I start losing my confidence. You know, that whole hyper girl, that whole... Uh, I just uh, start now thinking deeply. Oh, my God, I'm ugly. It's clear to everybody. Oh, my God. I'm not... I'm useless. I'm, I'm, I don't have value. It's clear to every guy. Uh, uh, and every single guy would say, Charity, you... I've never met any wise... It's like you're not even 15 or 13 years. Uh, you, are, you are a wife material. Uh, I just can't sleep with you. I, like I don't know. Every I'm not kidding you. Uh-huh. It it was it was so much. I would write off your name, uh-huh. get to the other. Let me just uh-huh. get to the Esther's. Let's uh-huh. get to something else, another group. Uh-huh. All these guys didn't want to sleep with me, uh-huh. and it it was just a problem for me. It was like because I would I would now quickly do that list within a week, 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 week. Different guys, different guys, and the guys were just like chilled, like. Mm. Oh, it it was like a problem. Mm, mm. I remember this this other guy, my pillow is his name. Uh-huh. That's one of the guys that sticks because even now he still talks to me. He still believes he needs to marry me. Wow, wow, wow. It 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 was it was that bad that they saw a a, a wife like mm. they saw somebody that they they need to treasure. And because remember, I I didn't have the privilege to be a kid, so I had to learn things fast. I had to learn wisdom fast. Yeah. I had to to search the scriptures for myself and seek wisdom every time. And, mm. you know, I was just, I had to be smart. I had to be everything. So mm. whenever mm. I was with those guys, the old elder guys, I was compatible with them because I wouldn't even speak like, uh. like an eight, like, you know, like a 13 years old. It was, they, sh- they got shocked. It was like, wow, you're amazing. Yeah. You know, because I would sit there, talk about dreams, talk about what do you want to be? Why does, what I want to do this. You understand? I would, I would, and I was. One minute remaining. Oh, you are the type of guy that wants to talk about this, so I would talk about you, about that with you. You are the type of guy that wants to religion, Christianity, but I will talk about that. You are like a career guy. Let's talk about careers. You know, I was, I was that fun. Yeah. And those guys were like, okay. Then I, I thought, ah, my listing is not working for me. Then I told my youth pastor. Oh, and I was always open about stuff I do. I don't know. I. I've never been ashamed, I guess. Uh-huh. I had shame for the fact that I will never be a virgin and whatever. Uh-huh. But when it comes to, I could, if, if I slept around with those guys, I guess I, I bet I was going to tell people. Uh-huh. It, I, I didn't, I lost shame. You know, that shamefulness when you do uh-huh. something bad and you feel shame. I didn't have that. Yeah. That, oh, hey, why? Kajola. Uh-huh. Like even in a church, they would preach. Yeah, what, what, I was like, oh, okay, Your airtime is exhausted and your call has been terminated. Please load airtime.